Hey everybody and welcome to the very first episode of the Time Attack Gaming Podcast. These are two TikTok content creators, me being Big Gaming, and I'm joined by Josh Statics, also a TikTok content creator. Hello! This is the first episode of our brand new podcast. We just thought, hey, you know, we've been doing this TikTok gaming content creation grind for for quite some time now, and mm-hmm. we didn't know of any other podcasts that, you know, have gaming TikTok content creators. There are lots of YouTuber podcasts, streamer <laughs> podcasts. Uh, so, yeah, we wanted to do something different. And time is definitely not on our side at the moment. <laughs> no, no, it is not. Um, however, we are really excited to be doing this. Hopefully you guys will join us for the ride. This podcast is bound to change drastically from inception to how it's going to be, you know, episodes and episodes down the line we're planning on making this a weekly podcast we'll see how that goes but yeah that's the plan right now and with that being said we're going to get on with the first segment of each of our episodes the news from this week Hopefully you stuck with us through that intro. Here we are with the news. And Josh, I'm really curious to hear what you're going to say about this. Uh, There's some big Silent Hill rumors that I'm sure you've heard about. Apparently there are as many as three Silent Hill games in development. I've heard four. Yeah. Um, Three, four, things keep bouncing around. But basically the crux of the rumors are that there is a Silent Hill 2 remake, supposedly in development by Bloober Team, the guys who made the medium, Layers of Fear, etc., Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, there's apparently an episodic Silent Hill series made by Annapurna. Again, this is all speculation right now, Mm -hmm. Um, but some of this is from some pretty good sources. So take everything with a grain of salt. And then apparently there's a brand new mainline Silent Hill entry also in development. And uh, the aforementioned Silent Hill 2 remake might be a PlayStation timed exclusive. I just threw a lot at you guys right there. Josh, I'm really curious to hear what you have to say because I am not happy, but <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say first and then I'm going to go into what what I'm not happy about. But, but go I'll, I'll put I'll put this as a disclaimer for the most part. I only play one Silent Hill game, but I have learned a lot of knowledge about it through some uh, some friends I speak to on a yeah. weekly basis. And I find it strange that the the why the first game is not getting remade. I know they had one for like the Wii or whatever that was kind of a remake kind of, yes. but it really wasn't. But it really wasn't in that same kind of vein. It was a reimagining. It was right. it was a reimagining of the first game. I I I think the only reason they're doing the two remake is because two is the most popular in the franchise and it's money. It, there's a funny thing from what I did hear. I do have the HD collections, and a lot of people were upset with the uh Silent Hill 2 yeah. like, especially when they cuz the vi- the build they use of the game I think it wasn't off the original build no. they had because they lost the source code whatever the case may yeah, be they did and, <laughs> and and everything about it like there was just a lot of things people did not like I think they didn't I think they didn't like the voice changes and then the effects they used for it yeah they took and the then, fog out they yeah took the fog and out of the Silent Hill game I don't know. Konami is just, it, it's kind of weird to hear about three new games at this point, but that's like, it, it, it's like on paper, it sounds like what the hell they're, what the hell they're doing. But it's like, if we see a trailer or something, it's just like, we have to see how they're going to go about it. But I don't know. It's just kind of, 
weird. I, I still think the first. I still think the first one still deserves some love, especially because, you know, the it's the the, the first Silent Hill game is only it's only out for the PS One, and, and I'm not saying it's like a hard game to get, but I don't know. It's None just, of them are I think easy should, to get because those, yeah, those I, <laughs> those re, like the the two and three HD collection are, are terrible ways to play the game. Yeah, <laughs> and the. The main issue I have is is Silent Hill 2 does not need to be remade. Like straight up, the game does mm. not need a remake. Uh it, it's it's like trying to say, "Hey, let's let's remake the Mona Lisa." That, oh god. That game that game is a masterpiece. <laughs> that game is a piece of art. The only so thing heard. we need to do with Silent Hill 2 is make that version of the game, maybe if you want to give it the the HD treatment, go yeah. go for it. Uh, the HD widescreen treatment, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, like an authentic uh, HD widescreen treatment. But yeah. to 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 say that it needs to be remade, we just need it playable on modern hardware. That's all mm-hmm. we want. Just give me a playable yeah. version of the game on modern hardware. I, I think, um, and we're going to get into this later when we go into the main topic of yeah. this episode, but but you know, but you know, I want to I want to say too about yeah. the remake. The problem, like one of the things about like remaking a classic game too, mm. is that no matter how much you're gonna remake it, you're gonna you're gonna piss off people regardless, and yeah. it's just like you're gonna take away things that were already good in the first in the first place. You know, yep. it's not like Capcom remaking. Uh, you know, Res- it's not like how Capcom did when they remade the first three Resident Evil games, and you know, because it was di- it was given a new perspective. But this one, it's like. You know, Silent Hill is, is very, from what I hear, is very special and near dear to people's hearts, especially yeah. with the storytelling. And it's, it's just too artsy. Re- it's it's like a piece of art. Like it, yeah. It, like I know I keep using that example, but it like Silent Hill Two is probably the single best example of games as art that I can right. think of off the top of my head. Like it it really is. It is yeah. a special special game, and you're playing with fire there. And it, um, and it, it is another thing too to remake that. It's just. The, the original team is not there no more. No, not even close. Yeah, not even close. And it, like at least when when it was like Resident Evil Two remake, you, you had some people who've been there from the beginning. So, yeah, granted, yeah. some of them are like lead positions, but they have more knowledge and been around Captain for a long time. To where it's like, okay, I still trust you guys to see what you guys can pull off. This right. one is like you don't know, because Konami they just after what Silent Hill for the Rune, they kind of like outsourced their games to like Western studios. Yes, and Bingo, I don't know that on yeah. team team silent made silent hill one two three and four of the room yeah uh and, I, and they're not and I, and I, a dev team anymore. <laughs> no yeah i just i just wanted to <laughs> restate that you're <laughs> you're correct yeah but yeah it's just like it's just like it's, it's a lot to um it, you know it, it's it's a lot to carry especially with expectations now yeah i did hear that game the medium i did play a little bit of that I heard some people make comparisons and say that it felt very Silent Hill like, and then so, I, from what I did see, it kind of did in some ways, but it's like right. We 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 had to see what they could pull off though. So so the biggest similarity between the medium and Silent Hill is the fact that it's composed by the same composer. Um, oh, okay. That does the Silent Hill games. However, that leads me into my next point. How do you feel about Bloober Team? Because right now the opinion on the internet is exceedingly negative that these guys Ooh. are going to be uh supposedly doing this remake now mm-hmm. why is that well a lot of people think they just don't make very good horror games i can understand that argument i personally 
I personally enjoyed Layers of Fear. I thought that was a good game. Layers of Fear 2 was not as good. And oh, I just, they were behind that too? Okay, yeah, that. and I just couldn't get into Blair Witch. I believe they were behind Layers of Fear 2. I'm not sure, sure if they outsourced that. But um, mm. However, apparently the medium... I don't want to get into the specifics um, because a lot of it can be very uh, triggering for some people, I'll say. Yeah. But apparently the story of the medium and i kind of missed this during my playthrough because i kind of enjoyed the medium apparently mm-hmm. it's it's pretty fucked up it's like essentially sympathizing with abusers and oh really <laughs> yeah apparently it's it's not a very tasteful uh what like it's not a yeah i guess it's it's not a very tasteful story. It's it's kind of fucked in in the message it's trying to portray and mm. not like in a way that's like just dark. It's just like wrong kind of thing. Um, mm. And I don't really want to get into the specifics again because of the nature of the subject matter. Um, if yeah. anyone's interested, please look that up yourself uh, regarding the medium. So, yeah, there's some there's some really, really negative opinions about Bloober Team doing this right now. And I wanted oh, to wow. know, have you played a Bloober Team game? What do you think? Uh, I, I only played a little bit of the medium and I, I thought I was, I was, uh, intrigued by how they did the, um, I guess the gameplay when it did the whole, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it did the whole split screen yeah. where it was like, you see like the normal world and you see like a different thought. I thought that was pretty interesting right. how they did that. But, um, I, I can't say I, I, I haven't got that far to where, uh, <laughs> I, I got invested. So yeah. like, I think I got to the the only part I got up to is when I, I think I drove up until the beginning of the, uh, what do you call that part? Where you're supposed to meet the security guard at the thing before he lets you in, but there was oh, no yeah. one there. That's, that's where I got off at. Okay, so so I, you I didn't, didn't get very far. Yeah, I didn't get that far. So. That's okay. Um, but I I understand these concerns. I'm not yeah. as negative on Bloober Team as a lot of the internet seems to be. Yeah. Do I think that they would make a good Silent Hill game? No. Mm. But... That being said, I don't want anyone remaking Silent Hill 2. Like, the developer, to me, is is a mute point for that. People, oh, it's Bloober Team. Bloober Team sucks. I, I don't want anyone touching it. I don't care if it's the greatest game development team in the history of the planet, unless it's that original Team Silent. And even then, mm-hmm. like, why do we even need a remake? Why do we need a remake? Just make it playable on modern hardware. Yeah, um, just like they're, they're remaking Dead, uh, Dead Space 1. <laughs> yeah, that... I'm not sure. That's a bit trickier, but we'll talk yeah. about that a bit later when we get For to the sure. regular topic. <laughs> I want to give you the next piece of news because this one is very strange to me. Final Fantasy 15 has just sold 10 million copies, which puts it in the top tier of Final Fantasy sales for single player games. So obviously not counting 14. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 10 million sales. Uh, less than I thought. I guess Final Fantasy doesn't sell quite as much as I thought. Um, but the reason I'm surprised is because, uh, it's a terrible game. Just oh, damn. <laughs> Final Fantasy 15 is not a good video game. Just com- flat out, not a good game. Uh, I don't know how you are with the Final Fantasy franchise. I, th- I think it's a great franchise. Some of the classic Final um, Fantasy games are some of the best RPGs ever made, but I think, um, yeah. Like I, I love Final Fantasy. I can't say I'm like the hardcore, hardcore Final Fantasy uh, fan because I know there's some people out there that have like 
uh strong opinions about like yes. they like the classic stuff more than the newer stuff um yeah. i played a little bit of 15 i i haven't really delved that deep into it that's great that's because like you know there's other games that caught my attention the only thing i thought was interesting about 15 was how they were how they were going about their world building in the wrong way and what i mean by it is just like they had so much content about the, like Final Fantasy 15, like there was a movie, there was like an anime on YouTube and, and everything. The game wasn't even finished. They had a yeah. they had a movie. They had that anime. Exactly. I remember yeah. that shit. And I was along for the ride, dude. I was so excited for this. Yeah. And they released a game with a story that wasn't even remotely finished. Yeah. Terrible combat. I mean the combat was abysmal. Just like yeah. two it, it it was like they couldn't decide between wanting to stay tactical and wanting to go like action more like this the seven remake so they yeah. had this weird bastardized version of uh it, it just sucked just that game yeah. sucked man i i hated <laughs> final fantasy 15 and i was in denial about that game for like two weeks after buying it oh dang <laughs> i was like oh no it's it's good i'm just not good at the game like oh no this is it's it's fine that it's not finished it's it's fine that that the combat's really clunky. It's like, look how pretty the world is. Oh, it's fine. The main character's really boring. And then I'm like, man, this game is not good at all. And I accepted <laughs> that. That was like, <laughs> that was like how people were with No Man's Sky kind of thing. Oh, really? That was <laughs> my of, No Man's Sky. <laughs> kind of makes me wonder if the series peaked at 10. Mm, yeah. I think the period, the, the, yeah. excuse me. I think the series peaked at six, but oh, man. that's a conversation for another day. That's a big conversation. <laughs> yes. I don't think they've ever made a game as good as well, again, 14 is that's its own beast, man. Yeah, that's that's that yeah, like you 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 gonna you gonna get slammed by the community the, the online community because they 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 go hard for the 14. Oh, 14 <laughs> is an incredible achievement. Like yeah. I I I don't play 14, but I respect the fuck out of that game. That's, yeah, because because ori originally it was terrible, but then they, yeah. they then then but then they fixed it. It's it's the best thing ever since ever, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So shocked the hell out of me. Ten million mm -hmm. copies, crazy. Ten million yeah. of y'all playing this shit, unbelievable. <laughs> I, uh, I, no comments. Because <laughs> no I haven't I haven't played it all the way through yeah. to get my full opinion. You, the only thing me, I thought it was stupid to. was like, you mean to tell me I gotta watch the movie to find out what happened to my uh, what happened to the the place I left? That's yeah. some bullshit. Can I just play the game? <laughs> yeah, that that was that was stupid. It's like if you gotta make your fans do homework to to invest into the world you're in that's that's bad i and don't now care the Kingdom hearts fans are gonna get mad at you uh it's well it's like it, it's i don't know <laughs> no, i don't I, now, I, I don't want i don't want to get into the well the funny thing is like i don't want to get i don't want no smoke from the the kingdom hearts community <laughs> but at the same time from what i hear from people who are hardcore kingdom right. hearts fans they're like some of them were just not uh happy with the direction uh, square is going with the series it's like no my brother tells me oh man i can't stand it it's like you know they make sword cool then they depower him and then they make him cool again depower him and then it's like i'm like i'm just sitting there like oh okay that's cool i don't know what the hell you're talking about but okay yeah. <laughs> the fans have like stockholm syndrome with that series right now yeah that's, that's my I, theory yeah like I, from what i hear like 
some people did not like three, and I and I listened to why they felt like there's too many Disney characters and blah 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 this and that. I'm just like, okay, well, yep. cool. <laughs> no. just smaller wave. <laughs> so yeah, Final Fantasy 15, 10 million. Next topic. This one, I don't have too much to say about this. I just think this is an overall good thing. Fall oh. Guys is going free to play. June 21st, Fall Guys, which was a massive hit during uh, one of the big parts of the pandemic. It's going completely free to play, and it's going to be on Xbox and Switch. Cross-play, cross-progression between all platforms, Ooh. June 21st. This is the right move for Fall Guys because it was a huge financial success. Obviously, player base has tapered off while still remaining like very healthy for the game. Like yeah. a lot of people saying Fall Guys was a dead game that no, it was never a dead game. Oh um, my God. It just tapered off from when it got huge and making it a free to play game on all platforms with full cross play. This is it. It's going to explode again. It is going to explode again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is the right play. I'm going to get back I'll into Fall Guys. My girlfriend cannot wait for Fall Guys on her switch. Can't wait. I'm gonna give. It, I'll definitely go give it a try, especially if it's cross progression too. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, I love that. I don't have to buy it because I was gonna buy it for the Switch to play with. <laughs> oh, her. really? <laughs> but I can just download it for free now. Carry my PC account over to the Switch, and boom, have all my stuff that I had before. I I honestly am really excited. I yep, think they're doing we, all the right things right now. Yeah, and now we can get everybody can get their friends together for especially those who didn't want to pay a dime in the first place. Now they have no excuse but to give it a try. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> not too much to say about that, but I definitely am excited for it. Um good news. Good news, yes. Very just objectively good news with Fall Guys. I, I wish that development team an incredible amount of success. They're very passionate about that game, and it's a fun game. I I hope that ga- game blows up to like Fortnite levels. I do. Oh, man. There's there's potential there, man. They're already doing crazy crossovers with IP. We got Doom Fall Guys coming. Whoa! Yes, there. You can play as the Doom Slayer in the new update with uh, uh, the Cyber Demon is a Fall Guy now. It's dude. There's there's crossover potential there, man. Oh, and man. I wish the game nothing but success. But I don't have much to say about it. I just am excited. They got they got to get the Nintendo characters on it at some point. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> I want to be a, a Samus Fall Guy. Oh, that'd be dope. <laughs> that'd be so sick. Um, this is another one. I don't really have much to say. Uh, the PlayStation Plus games, their new enhanced PlayStation Plus experience was oh, detailed wow. by Sony. Um, I think we're kind of going to be repeating a lot of the same things. A lot of people are mainly disappointing, but there there is potential for them to roll out more PlayStation one place. Uh, PSP, PlayStation 2 games. Yeah. Um, there's there's not many classic games that weren't already playable on PS4 backwards compatibility on PS5. Yeah. Um, and of course, it's still disappointing that there's no PS3 streaming, but are, there is only PS3 streaming. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious that Sony can't figure out the emulation for a console that they made themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so, I, I had a take. I had a take on that, and I had one yeah. guy was was upset with me. Like emulation is not the way, and I'm like, bro, like there was emulators on PC that yeah. showed you that it is, it is possible. And it's, and it's like, I don't understand. It's like if Microsoft can figure out a way to emulate their games to work on their uh, consoles based on the so, you know the yeah. software itself and not the hardware, I don't see how the, how it's a problem for Sony too. Because like 
a lot of people just and it may and then, then it makes me wonder too is if it's then it shouldn't be a problem i don't know it, it's, it, it, it's it's the ps3's architecture it, it was insanely yeah. weird to develop games for and yeah it's making this hard but think about it this way you can have a xbox 360 disc of red dead redemption one put yep. it in your xbox one uh, xbox series x excuse me mm-hmm. and you can play that game as uh, natively practically Okay. Uh, the only way you can play Red Dead Redemption 1, even with the new PlayStation Plus service, is streaming the game at 720p to your PS5 yeah. over the internet. Yeah. So uh, I'll I'll let uh, I'll let the internet kind of decide uh, which they prefer with that yeah, one. No. But uh, it's pretty self-explanatory to me. And, and to the people out there that's lying on their YouTube page and saying God of War 1 and 2 running at 4K on PS5, stop lying. <laughs> yeah, it's not running at actually actual 4K. <laughs> You're streaming it, stop lying. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to yeah. say that. <laughs> um, but, oh, net. I said something negative about PlayStation, something positive about Xbox. I'm the only thing, the only sure thing is just... I, I mean, I mean, cut you off. The only no, thing is ahead. just... Because they had a trailer about it, and it's just... Uh, about the new subscription thing that that tears yeah and i wish they did show the classic games at least but they didn't and it's just like i was a little disappointed to see because i don't know because i i would appreciate the idea how they're going to go about it so they did just release the list of the initial classic games oh yes it's very small unfortunately but Uh, again sony is like nintendo not to the same degree but they have that massive back catalog of classic uh ips that people still absolutely love and they could create something really cool i think um there's there's some potential there it's not there yet obviously but um there is potential there and that's pretty much all i have to say on the topic Um, that's yep that's all i gotta say too (laughs) so this is the big one last news topic starfield and redfall delayed to 2023 which uh I'm going to go ahead and give my kind of quick, quick draw reaction to this. I normally have no <laughs> problem with games being delayed. None. Mm-hmm. In fact, most of the time I like it. However, this is a very unique circumstance. We have been in essentially trust the process mode with, mm-hmm. with Xbox for years, ever since Phil Spencer came in, got mm-hmm. studios making games this level of inconsistency to where we have a great 2021 (laughs) and then 2022 we have not one single first party release the entire year Mm. is inexcusable in my opinion um as someone where one of the biggest draws of game pass is day and date my uh, xbox studios games we Mm. are at a we are at a point where the the consistency and the timing of rolling out these games is appalling where we go a whole year without a first party release. Josh, I want to hear your thoughts. I mean, uh, it's like, like you, I, I, uh, I'm not mad about it being delayed. It's just like you were saying earlier about the whole, their business model, how how they're going about it. And it's just, I think for me personally, it's, like 
they did these acquisitions. Like 2018 was like the year they 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 started doing the whole big acquisitions. This was before Bethesda and then uh, Activision, and they had like Ninja Theories, um, right? Undead Labs, some other companies, and that it was, was just, at okay, E3, cool. right? Yeah, it was it was during E3 or Showcase event. I can't remember exactly. And that was 20. 2018 was four years ago, and uh, and it's just like I'm not you know I, you know Bethesda and like. Activision, I'm not worried about that, but it's just four years have passed, and it's just like, where are the content you guys have to show? And I know that in the ecosystem, that for some people, like you know, exclusives don't matter, but at the same time, they do for the average gamer. If if you want them to buy your platform in the first place, yeah. And this nonchalant and this whole oh, we'll get it ready. It's like, dude, like. The time is up, my guy. Yeah, borrow time <laughs> the right is, now. The clock is ticking. Like you know, we 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 appreciate Game Pass and everything. Yes, but the main reason why we got into it because we wanted to support the first party titles. That's another factor for why uh, games. You know why we? It's, it's, it's a factor to why we buy video games in the first place, especially for different companies. Like competition is good for business on both ends. But if you don't have anything compelling, worth you know anything compelling or engaging to get your players interested in your product in the first place they're just you know they're just going to go on to the yeah. next thing and i had this take two years ago when i was i was upset one time that halo infinite got delayed when they showed us that that build they did when it was unfinished yeah. and everything else and i was like what the hell like <laughs> like it's like y'all going into the new generation with no exclusives no first party titles just like like you're just cocky that you're you know you just you're, that nothing's bad gonna happen and this is yeah. like what's going on like do you do you guys not believe in yourselves are you guys not supporting your you know your developments i you think know, it's a management issue yeah it's like what it's like what's going on is like you guys are throwing around a bunch of moving in a movie <laughs> a bunch of money and expecting them just to come up with a game and stuff like that it's like where is the supervision where is that it's just like it just seems like they just it, it, you know what? This is the analogy I could put it. It, it. it seems like they come in there with like this Vin Diesel energy, and they just expect <laughs> you know the product is going to be the best thing ever. But yeah. actually, wildly, it's just like no, like this. This is, <laughs> this is it's like it's like you're just showing up to work late. You're not yeah. showing up on time, or you're not taking this stuff a little bit seriously. And it's just like my guy, if I was spending that much of uh, that amount of money on something, you know, I want to make sure that what I'm investing into is going to be the best product for not just our brand, but also for the customers and everything else too. Because absolutely, you know that that's that's what is the matter. You know that's what really should matter. It's just like you shouldn't make your consumer feel like they that you're not having win their trust. Or you you know you know what I'm trying to get at absolutely. Basically, yeah, it's just that's just where I'm going at it. It's just my frustration is not with Bethesda being delayed. It's more so with Microsoft and their man, yeah, <laughs> Phil Spencer, Matt Booty, and everybody. <laughs> His name is Matt Booty. Matt yep, Booty and Matt, everybody yep. else. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, my guys, like, I need you guys to start taking this stuff a lot more seriously. Fun so, fact, I don't know if you noticed, but there is this guy, David uh, Jaffe. He was a director yes. of the first God of War game, and he had a hot take about it. He, he said Phil Spencer should take therapy. I don't I don't agree with his take. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't agree with that, but I understand the frustration, but the therapy part was like, wow. <laughs> I, I kind of think David Jaffe is a joke. I'm gonna be totally real. I mean, he he's he has constant, I think, 
really contrarian just to be contrarian takes and obviously the whole metroid thing with him is absolutely hysterical to me how oh what do you do with metroid oh man that i've never seen the internet tear apart someone quite like they did so basically um there is a room in the newest metroid game metroid dread and basically mm -hmm. uh in this room there are a set of blocks that when you shoot them they mm -hmm. disappear like they get destroyed and you move on now they look like okay. regular pieces of the floor however the game designers uh kind of put little hints in to making you want to shoot that area to check the walls they have an enemy behind that wall um okay. the general direction that the levels that that the room is pointing you to is toward that wall there are someone made a diagram of like 10 different ways that that game shows you we we want you to shoot this wall that man was stuck in that room streaming and oh, no. ascent, like for forever this is near the beginning of the game i don't think anyone else got stuck here i've never heard of someone getting stuck at this point he oh, made no. like three youtube videos about how metroid has terrible game design and shit like that and people oh, no. ripped him apart for that <laughs> dude uh he went as far as to say that the only reason i i think this is true because i saw i uh i saw this on twitter in a thread he commented on before i muted him um oh, that wow. <laughs> i think metroid dread won a game of the year award somewhere and he said it was a pity award because one of the developers on an early nintendo console passed away or something like that like just oh wow just absurd absurd wow absurd shit first of all metroid dread is an excellent fucking game um yeah almost anyone that played it will tell you that if you don't like metroid dread i got no problem with that i told metroid is not for everyone right but the dude's a joke the dude's an absolute joke in my opinion uh yeah. you know obviously who he's much more successful in the industry than I am. So it's not like I'm trying to necessarily belittle him. If that makes sense. I just don't take anything he says seriously. And I don't take uh, his, his opinion against Phil seriously. I'm frustrated yeah. as well, but him saying yeah. he's, that Phil is shit at his job and he needs to seek therapy. Come on, man. Yeah. That, well, it's funny you said that, the game won the award because someone died and pity. That was just disrespectful in itself. It's, it's I was like, just, Jesus. Yeah. Weird. I, was... I, I, I have no idea how David Joffe keeps coming up in, in video game conversations. Like what, what is he doing that? I don't know, whatever, but here I am giving the topic attention right here. I am bringing his name up. <laughs> so I'm just feeding right into it. <laughs> oh, no, it was, I, I didn't know about it till now. So no, I was no like, worries, nah, man. Nah, I understand. <laughs> it's an interesting, it's an interesting series of events. I'll say yeah. that basically but we, but I we disagree do, we, with we, him. Yeah. But, but the point is, it's like, we do, you know, regardless of like our takes on things, it's just like, we don't hate the products or anything like that. We want to see the best for everybody to win. Yes. That's just, that's the that's the most important part. We want to see everybody win and succeed well, but at the same time, it's just um, take your take your investments a lot more seriously. Give your people enough time, support them. You know, do whatever you would do whatever you got to do to make sure the product is good and working on day one. No yeah. delay. I mean, no, no, no delays are not a problem, but no patches or anything like no patching later. Like 
make sure everything is like 100% ready. That's all we care about. Right. And this is going to help the Game Pass product become better. Exactly. That is the end goal because what arguably the number one thing is day and date Xbox Studios games. Now, here's the yeah. thing. I have multiple games off Game Pass that I play every month. I get well over my money's worth for it because I mm -hmm. love indie games and I play indie games more than I play AAA games. Not mm -hmm. everyone is like that. There are many people that hear, oh, day and date Xbox Studios games. Hell, I'll buy Game Pass just for that. Yeah. And what are they getting this year? They're not getting shit. They're getting the Halo campaign and they're getting Forza Horizon 5 from last year. <laughs> so That's true. So what what? I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm beating a dead horse at this point. I think we're in agreement on this. Um, but oh, no, I, we are. <laughs> I I want to see more consistency. That's what I want to see. And yeah. I the the games have to be there. They have to be coming. But we got to get a release, a more sensible release schedule down. That's all I have yeah. to say in regards. Yeah, to like that. it's like imagine buying Disney Plus, but there's no new Star Wars or Marvel content for like two exactly. years. You'd be upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just getting like side projects. Exactly. Yeah. Now I, I, like, I agree, man. <laughs> um, and this is coming from before I get and uh, you know, any hate from Xbox fans. This is coming from someone who absolutely loves their Series S, and I really like Xbox's direction as a company. This is yeah. just me expressing a frustration piece I have. Yeah. Um, because yeah. like, I mean, everything I like, like my, you know, what Microsoft is doing, like they're preserving like legacy titles backwards compatibility and like not even that before compatibility for older games too like i yeah. I, I love what they're doing on that aspect it's just absolutely you know like I, I i don't hate them but it's just we just want them to think about the future too that's all i'm that's all i'm asking about <laughs> yep and i think i think they'll get it figured out but 2022 is just not their year yeah um i thought it, i thought it would be but <laughs> yeah and with that being said we are going to move on to the second segment of the podcast our general topic for the evening or morning whenever you're listening to this remakes we're going to talk all about remakes right here in a second stay tuned don't go anywhere we'll be right back So like we said before the break, remakes, 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 remakes. We hear it all the time in Hollywood, reboots, remasters. We hear it all the time in game development, and I am sick of it. I want new content. I really, really, really do not like how the games industry continues to fall back on remakes, continues to fall back on uh, rehashes without... Mm -hmm. Really, what I want is I want the old content preserved that we love exactly. and to focus on new. That's what I want. There are exceptions to that rule, but overall, nine times out of ten, I am against remakes. Josh, how do you feel about remakes? I feel like remakes have like a time and a place, especially if it's an older game. You know, especially if the gameplay mechanics themselves, if they have an age well to reflect on the modern times i think it's cool and necessary it, 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 it just depends on the type of game it is you know yeah. um like i, I, think, I think oh sorry go, go ahead. ahead oh no well because like it's just re because there's a thing because like 
because I, I did a take about this about remakes versus remasters. Right. And, you know, some people get the two confused. And I think like, it's like, remakes have, like, re- remakes is cool. It just depends on certain, it, it depends on certain, uh, the game and how old it is and will it be good to be played in modern times. Now, granted, there has been what I've been hearing about The Last of Us Part 1 being remade or so. If that ridiculous. That, that that I mean, I said it in my like that's bullshit. I don't need no. There, that's just a cash grab and a waste of time, waste of development. Yeah. It's like you guys just made this game like literally ten years that ago. That's an absolute joke. That is yeah, a joke. <laughs> there, there is no need for a remake. If you guys are just remaking stuff, also too. But what you say about like another thing, I, I, like I said, remakes are cool and all, but at the same time too, if you guys can't make anything new and remakes is the only way you can go about it, it really tells me that you guys are too scared or don't have any new original ideas to come up with something. And then if that's the case, it's just, I don't know, go do Maybe we'll make a new different franchise or something, or actually find an actual team that's new and youthful and want to create something based off it. Because this is going to be weird. I, I, I know I'm going to be going off topic a little bit, but like, have you, have you played a game Sonic Mania? Yes. I love it. Absolutely love Sonic Mania. It's one of the there few are- Sonic games I actually like. Right. That game was made by fans yep. for the fans. And, yep. such. and there is a lot of people out there who want, they're inspired and want to create some games and such. And it's just stop remaking older games because yeah. you have no new ideas and you just want to cash grab based on people's nostalgia. Last one's not even it, old. It's yeah, not even an it, old it, game. It, it's not even, yeah. And it also, what also trips me out about it is like when they remake an old game and such, y'all take away. So y'all neutered. I hate to use the word neutered. <laughs> Some of the good things about yeah. it, just and, and that that's going to you know that that, that were well loved amongst fans in the first place. And I just I, I it, it's just like ugh. my my only, my only thing with remix is just that if you if you're going to make it with the right intentions, please do so. If it, if it's needed, but if it's not needed, don't waste or don't waste your time on it. There is a 1080p, 60 frame per second version of The Last of Us. What are you remaking? What on earth are you doing to that game that is going to be absolutely necessary or needed for that for that game? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. The Last of Us one is still a very pretty game. Exactly. The only thing that you're remaking a game for is just purely graphics. Then. I start to question whether or not the, the, the time and resources are necessary for that to begin with. I want exactly. to make a clear distinction, though. You brought up remakes versus remasters. I mm. think there are three categories. We have remasters, like The Last of Us Remastered. It is just yep. better resolution, better frame rate, same game. You have exactly. remakes, like the Demon Souls remake, which is the same bones, so the same, the exact same gameplay. Uh as well as the Crash Bandicoot remakes, but completely different visuals built from the ground up. Then you have Mm -hmm. reimaginings like Resident Evil 2. uh, That that version, which is like a completely different game that plays completely differently. Final Fantasy 7 is a reimagining of Final Mm -hmm. Fantasy 7 back on PlayStation 1. And I think even though they're called remakes, that that that's where that confusion comes from. I think if we had that distinction, there'd be a lot less confusion. That being said, I'm still uh, against it most of the time. 
<laughs> if you want more more confusion, I can throw this in there. Uh-oh. Reboot. Oh boy, reboot. <laughs> yeah. So what what is what is a reboot and what's a reimagining, right? <laughs> yeah. Look at modern modern uh, modern warfare, Call of Duty Four, and modern warfare twenty nineteen. Oh lord, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> See now I got a that's, headache. <laughs> that's a remake. No, that's a reboot. What that's what a, what's, what, what do you fuck? mean? Jesus, I, I it's 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 a lot, and I think it's echoing that Hollywood trend of, hey, let's remake everything. Let's just take this. Oh, we know people like this. We can get butts and seats off nostalgia. Oh, uh, so that it's so that bad. I'm not a fan of. Just just make the old stuff playable. If you want to update the frame rate, if you want to make the uh the resolution better cool i'm down for that i i i love game preservation even if it's like just a a touched up version of the game but yeah so much energy and and resources and money goes into remakes then you have all these gamers on twitter being like oh i want a remake of this i want a remake of that i hopefully they remake it's like no you don't know i want some new shit man the the greatest games i've ever played i don't want a remake of any of them I don't, I don't want them to touch that shit. I I feel the same way. It's bad when I go to a comment section and say, "Oh, I want Def Jam, I want Def Jam Fight for New York remake or remastered." It's like it's never gonna happen, guy. It's never gonna happen. No, I just want the game playable. I just just, I just just give me the just let me let me give you money for the game, please. Yeah, like do what Nintendo is doing with their um the NES and Super Nintendo classics, where it's like. You you can play their classic games from their catalog, and you can actually play with a friend online. Yeah. Um, Boom. Yeah, I that that's cool because it's the same game just with like added functionality. What I don't right. like about Nintendo's system is that uh, you have to be subscribed to the paid service. You can't pay for these games on their own like virtual console. That's true. Yeah, but that's true. Again, that's more just like games, you know, being a stickler about games preservation and stuff like that. However, it is nice to be able to, like I played Kirby superstar with my girlfriend mm-hmm. a few weeks ago online worked completely flawlessly. And yep. that's cool. That I like that. I'm fine with you're giving me a way to experience that content. Um, I just, I would like the industry to move away from remakes reboots. I love like, you know, a lot of people love new IPs. I do too, but I love seeing an old IP come back in a big way, like how Doom yeah. did back in 2016. But yeah. I want something new. I want a new, a new experience that isn't so Related. tied to nostalgia that they're having to remake something. And I, again, I am so against the Silent Hill 2 remake that's rumored. I am very against the Resident Evil 4 remake that's rumored. I'm so against that, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, that makes me sick to my stomach thinking that. <laughs> that 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 game needs to be remade you you know what game needs a remake more than that resident evil 5 that game sucks resident evil 5 needs a remake more than 4 does well i'm I'm, I'm gonna pass on that one (laughs) resident evil 5 needs a remake okay hold on let me i'm probably gonna get torn up for that um uh, <laughs> resident evil 5, resident evil 5 is fun in co-op but as a single player game it's it sucks that oh, that I, that 100 i stand by it is resident evil 5 is fun in co-op 
I'll say fun. That's as far as I'll go with with my descriptive word for Resident Evil Five. But as mm-hmm. a single player game, it sucks. I all I all I do is give all I do is give Chef a, a handgun, and then I give all the helps and everything to her. I don't let her have anything because I don't need I don't need her messing <laughs> up giving me inventory that I don't need. I give everything to her as far as health and everything else. She she's just a healer. That's that's how I enjoy my experience. I'll do the, I'll do it myself like Thanos. <laughs> healer class, yeah. You're exactly. you're, you're playing Resident Evil Five like a class based. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> like that's the that. that's that's the only best way you can enjoy it. Don't mm. don't don't try to give I'm her the best. Am- yeah, don't 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 upgrade her weapons. None of that stuff. No, you do you enjoy it for your enjoyment. Don't do it based on what you think is best for her. Like no, because yeah, because all you gotta do is just once you get like the infinite ammo and, and things like that, she gets infinite ammo too. It just she just she just she just won't have the best perks and such, and that's okay because she don't need shit anyway. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe maybe i'm just playing the game wrong i got to uh i got to bogart the uh the guns and ammo um but it, uh, it's it's been a while it's, since it's, i played it's, that game though i will yeah, say that the, I, i'll say like yeah five is is, is bad it's, it's frustrating how the ai mechanic works and everything is just that they they intended to be play co-op but they never thought about how it should be played in single player and yeah you know that's that's just how it was (laughs) yep and again co-op is fun uh i think there were a lot of pacing and and you know horror and level design issues with the game but um, yeah the thing the thing about doing co-op in a horror game is especially if it's like you can shoot and kill enemies it's just that once you do like co-op it takes away from the uh the horror i think the horror aspect of it for the most part because You know, because you're not a, you know you're not afraid if you got someone to play with you. If you're playing it by yourself, and if it's the atmosphere is moody and grim and everything, it's just you it's and tough, your thoughts. <laughs> it's tough to make a a scary co-op horror game. Uh, yeah. One example that comes to mind is Cry of Fear on PC. I think you can play in co-op. Oh, really? Uh, and I hear that that's pretty scary. Um, for those that are listening that don't follow me on TikTok which is my main platform, I cover horror games. And Cry of Fear is a massive uh, massive hole in my catalog of horror <laughs> games that I've played and experienced. It is by far the most recommended game in my comment section for me to play. Not even close. Number two might as well not even be there. People want me to play Cry of Fear so damn badly. And I will this year. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. Maybe I'll get Stop Josh to play him. it with me. Maybe I'll get Josh to play it with me and come on. Oh my god, I'm the biggest. Ba- I'm the biggest baby, man. Yeah. Hey, it's free. It's free to download. Uh, y'all gonna y'all gonna hear me? Y'all gonna hear me scream for like no reason? Just like hey, what, ah! If you're still here with us, you made it to the very end of our first episode of the new time attack gaming podcast like i said before two tiktokers making a podcast and who knows where this adventure will take us it's gonna get weird i think but i am excited for weirdness and i'm excited to uh, possibly have some guests on in the future possibly cover a variety of different topics maybe we'll have new segments this is a this is an evolving process uh this is this is an ever-changing experience i feel um 
But if you guys are interested in following us on our main platforms, you can find me on TikTok at BigGaming64. And you can find Josh on TikTok, YouTube, all of his other platforms at Josh Statics. He's Josh Statics on everything. Uh, with that being said, I want to say thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. You can, you know, if you want to get up with me on, on TikTok, whatever. I'm sure Josh would love to hear from you, too. This was a blast. I mean, I, I enjoyed this, Josh. I don't know about you. I enjoyed oh, this. Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> um, and I hope that you guys will be along for the ride with us. And I think we're going to we're gonna be doing a lot more of this. So stay tuned next week for episode two. Thanks for joining us. And I hope you have a great rest of your day, night, morning, evening, whatever. Take care. Be safe.